This evening's reading is taken from Isaiah chapter, chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This evening's second reading will be taken from Matthew 1, chapter, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be the child will be with the child and they will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. It's not good. Ted, I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm too excited. Let's try again. That's no, no good, I can't sleep. <laughs> uh, I'll go do the crossword. That's no good. I can't see it. I'll have to put the light on. Mind your eyes, Ted. Upside down, Ted. <laughs> oh, Ooh, Christmas quiz. I like Christmas quizzes. Oh, right, it's a Christmas crossword. Oh, now are you listening carefully? Uh, right, yes, I like the Christmas crossword. Uh, guess the word. You ready? Say <laughs> so, yes. Yes, I'm ready. Sit up there, you can see as well. Right, guess the word. It's got, uh, it's got six clues. And it's got five letters. That's one, two, three, four, five letters. Right, see if you can guess this one. Right, the first clue, <clears throat> it helps you find your way. Uh, oh, I don't know, that's a signpost. Oh, I got one, no, too many letters. Uh, second clue, uh, second clue, um, uh, it's made up of different colours. Uh, it's easy, it's a rainbow! Sorry! Um, no, that doesn't fit either. Too many letters. <laughs> oh, cool, this is quite a hard one, isn't it, Ted? Ted? It is, um, 20 past two, Christmas morning. So, strictly speaking, it is Christmas Day. And there is a present there from Auntie Mabel. <laughs> Do you think I should open it now? 
Yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah, let's come back to the Christmas quiz. Right. Oh, she put this in the post about a week ago. Oh, lovely, I like Christmas. <laughs> right. <clears throat> oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light. Oi, 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 oi. and dreamless sleep of our silent stars go by. Bye, 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 bye. But in the dark street shine the everlasting... Oh! Wonder what it is, Ted. <laughs> Do I have a little look? <sighs> don't tell me, don't tell me. Is it good? Yes, it's good. Right there, right. Oh! Oh dear. Oh dear. So you sent me a flower. It was a flower. <laughs> So it's a little bit dead. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit dark in there. Thank you, Auntie Mabel. Happy Christmas to you. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> lovely. That's my first present. Uh, now, where were we, Ted? Oh, clue number three, I think it was, wasn't it? Right. Uh, clue number three. Let's see if we can guess this word. How many letters was it? Correct. Five letters. Clue number three. Right. <clears throat> so... Uh, a form of energy which makes things visible. Uh, form of no idea what that is. Clue number four: <clears throat> illumination. Oh, that's easy. That's Blackpool, isn't it? <laughs> Blackpool. Too many letters. Clue number five: uh, <clears throat> needed for life. Oh, food. <laughs> F. Oh, have you got enough letters? Okay, Ted, we've got to get this time. Last clue. You ready? Right, last clue. Uh, not heavy. Well, it's not heavy, it's light. Light! Ha ha, that's it, Ted! Light! Light, because light helps you find your way. It's made up of different colours. It's a form of, well, whatever that means, illuminates things, and it's needed for life. Ha ha. Auntie Mabel needed that with that plant, I think. A little bit of light might have gone a long way with that, I think. Fancy posting it. La, i, g, ha, cha. We've done the Christmas crossword, aren't we? Good. Ah, light. I don't know why I couldn't see it before. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> right, Father Christmas won't come if we're awake, will he, Ted? Night, Ted. John chapter 1 and verses 1 to 14. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God, and his name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. 
the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. I guess it's pretty rare these days to find yourself in total darkness. Maybe unless you turn the light off and go to sleep. But even then, you've got that annoying LED light from the clock radio that shines out. But I think light is really only a switch away, isn't it, when you're inside? Um, And even if you go outside, you know, there's the glow of lights from the the street lights, from other buildings around, from car headlights. And of course, at this time of the year, there's all those Christmas lights on people's houses. Anybody got those in their houses here? Oh, quite a few. I'll have to come and have a look at those. But when you are um, actually in a situation where it's pitch black, it's quite scary, isn't it? How many of you have seen the film Finding Nemo? Yeah, do you remember that that scene in the film where the school of fish get to the edge of the shelf? There's a picture of it, do you remember that? And they look down into the dark. That's pretty scary, isn't it? In real life, it's just as scary as that. If you've ever swum on a coral reef and you look down... Another time when Liz and I found ourselves in pitch darkness was when we were uh, travelling around South America and we went to the country of Bolivia and we visited a silver mine. And it was quite a primitive mine and uh, you had to sort of climb through narrow, narrow sort of corridors inside. Um, we didn't have much with us. These are a couple of the, the uh, Bolivian miners there. Um, as you can see, cheeks filled like hamsters, chewing on coca leaves. Um, The light was on the the helmets there. It wouldn't meet sort of our health and safety standards. A carbide lamp was the only light we had. And right in the middle of this uh, mine, uh, we were told to turn off those lights. We turned them off and we were in pitch darkness. And we were told there was a young lad and these guys who work hard from, you know, 13, 14 years carrying 30 kilogram sacks of rubble on their backs. Apparently one of them got lost. And it was a time of a fiesta. And nobody noticed that he was gone. He was in that that mine for three days, trying to find his way out, groping about in the dark. It's quite a scary thing. The um, the DVD we saw right at the uh, the beginning of the service had some words from the book of Isaiah. And uh, these words are coming up here. It talks about how people hundreds of years before Jesus came into the world walked in darkness. Now, there wasn't a literal darkness, there wasn't electricity around at the time, there weren't lights around. But what he was talking about was they walked in darkness because they didn't really know where they were going. They didn't have any sense of direction. They were lost. They didn't have any hope. And so God sent a messenger to them, a messenger called a prophet. This prophet was called Isaiah. And this is what he said to them. He said, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. Now, if you're living in darkness and you're told a light will shine, that is quite an exciting thing. 
Do you know the, um, the northernmost town in the world? Does anybody know what country that will be in? The, town, the country with the northernmost town in the world. Anybody want to hazard a guess? What country would that be in? Go for it. Russia's a good guess. That's got one of them, but not the most northern. Yeah, Amy. Canada is another one which is up there, but is also not right. Yeah, go for it, Fionn. Norway is the right answer. Yes, apparently there's a place there called, um, I have to remember the name of this, Long Year Bayern. Strange name. Any idea for how long in the year they don't have any sunlight? How long in the year would they not have any sunlight? Maybe. Go for it, have a guess. Any idea? No, anybody else want to shout out? Yep. Not that long, but four months in the year, they don't have sunlight. Imagine that. And I find it hard enough four days, you know, without seeing the sun because it's behind the clouds, but four months without light. Penguins. Look at them. Again, four months without light. Minus 70 degrees, no food, huddled together. Imagine what it must feel like when they see that first light as it comes in the spring. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? The promise of light. And think what those people of Israel would have thought to have known. There was a promise of light coming, a light that would give them hope in the darkness. Well, we heard the reading from uh, John when he said, the light has come. The light has come. The light has come in the form of Jesus Christ. That is what he's talking about. Now, the other Gospels we heard about from Matthew, from Luke, they tell us the details of the Christmas story, tell us how uh, the angel appeared to Mary, how they went to Bethlehem, how the, the shepherds were told to go down and see the new baby, how the wise men came. That's all the detail. But John tells us, in sort of picture form, he tells us about a light, a light that has come into the world. And that is God coming into the world that he made, a world of people, God himself coming in to that darkness, a world that is still in darkness. Again, not darkness because there's no light that we know, a world that is dark because there is loneliness, there is hopelessness at times. People experience pain and illness and suffering. And the good news of Christmas is that Christ came as the light, the light of the world. Now, only if you've heard that expression before, Jesus is the light of the world, and thought, well, what actually does that really mean? Jesus is the light, the light of the world. Well, may help us to think about plants. What two things, the younger ones here, can you tell me that plants need to be able to live? What do plants need to be able to live? Anybody want to tell us? Yes, Eliza, go for it. Water is one. Yes, unfortunately, in our home... They often suffer from a lack of water and they end up dying. Very sad. What is the other one? Yeah, go on, Naomi. Sunlight. That's right. If they don't get light, we saw in that sketch earlier, didn't we, with Rob? If it's in that little box with no light, they die. Now, don't ask me to explain how that works with the light being turned into energy. Apparently, it's photosynthesis. I'm sure you, you older ones have done that at school and your biology teachers have told you about that. But plants need light to live. And that is a bit of a clue there as to how Jesus is the light of the world, because Jesus brings life. Jesus brings life. That is what it means to say 
He's the light of the world. This is what it says in that uh, reading we had. It says, the word gave life, should be coming up hopefully, the word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. Now you may be saying, well, okay, life, but um, what is this life that Jesus brings? You know, I'm alive, what other life do I need? Well, what that life is getting at, and this uh, comes um, from another verse in that uh, passage that was read out, um, is the relationship with God. This is another verse that so we, we heard, read out by Hannah, if we can have that up. All, to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. So life is knowing God as our Father, being a child of God. Knowing God as our Father means he shows us the love that a parent shows towards a child. It means we can have a relationship that we know will never end, that will go on forever. And that relationship gives us hope for the future. When we're worried, when we're anxious, gives us meaning, um, gives us a sense of, of purpose to our lives. That is the light, the life that gives our lives direction. We become children of God. Now, of course, um, we're told also that not everybody accepts that life. There are some who didn't accept Jesus, who didn't recognize him as God. He thought he was just another prophet, just another teacher, um, but actually wasn't really God. A lot of people didn't want to come into the light. They didn't want to have that life. They were happy just to carry on in the darkness, to stumble along, finding their own way. But Jesus said, to those who come into the light, I will offer you life. And I just want to leave you that, that invitation this Christmas time. Um, it's a great time, isn't it, to uh, celebrate, to rejoice. But uh, I want to offer you the invitation to come into the light at Christmas time. Enjoy the life that comes from knowing God as your Father, knowing the hope that comes from that. It's an amazing thing that many of us here know already. Uh, and if you don't know that, maybe it's a chance for you this Christmas to read up about it. We've got some little booklets that I'd love to give you before you leave this evening. Um, it's called, What is the Point of Christmas? What is the Point of Christmas? Take one of those away, have a read uh, when you've got a spare moment, when the relatives are all getting on your nerves, when there's too much television on, and you just want a quiet moment just to hide yourself away. Um, when you've opened your Kindle for your Christmas present, you could download maybe a copy of the Bible, have a little read of John or Matthew, and find out who this guy Jesus is is all about. I do hope you will know him for yourselves this Christmas.